welcome to our online Harvest Celebrations for St Michael's and St Mary's Churches on Sunday the 4th of October, the 17th Sunday after Trinity, our sermon and our hymn of the day. Let's pray. Lord, help us to hear you speak to us as we give thanks for your many gifts to us. Amen. And so, most of us who eat and eat a variety of foods, often three times a day, we eat foods that have been ploughed and sown and watered and grown and harvested and prepared for us by others. The work of growing and harvesting our food is, in fact, for the most part, done for us by others. Although I believe interest in gardens and allotments, etc., has gone up considerably in this COVID time. We do not plough or sow or reap, but we do expect to eat, like the friends of the little red hen, a fun and cautionary tale. I'm not saying that we do not work to earn the money we spend on the food we buy from our supermarkets, but we do not directly depend on this or any harvest for our food. Many things buffer us from the effects of a poor harvest here or a poor harvest there. Floods here and drought there just mean that you and I buy our crops from somewhere where the harvest has been successful. It may cost a bit more, but rarely, if ever, do we have to go without. And we can always buy dried or frozen or bottled or tinned. Doing without is rarely the bottom line for us. Of course, there are those around us, even in our own village or town, who are regularly hungry. And we can support them by giving to the Need Project, now at harvest time, but year round too. And then there are the people there are the many people who grow our food and their own, who depend on a good harvest this year and every year for food to last them through the winter, to keep a roof over their heads so that their children will grow strong and healthy, to buy school books and school uniforms for their children, to purchase the health care that they need for themselves and their children. Not only do we not plough or sow or reap for our food, but there is evidence that the way we choose to live is making it more difficult year on year for them to grow our food and their own. Sometimes this is through natural disasters like earthquakes, but sin is not an absent factor here. Our lack of care for God's earth, our wasteful use of resources, our waste of energy, our waste the people who share our planet are reaping the consequences of our thoughtlessness and often more rapidly than we are. Of this year's Harvest Appeal, Bishop Allen writes, It's only five years since Nepal suffered two major earthquakes, devastating lives, infrastructures and livelihoods. Like many people there, Manish, a husband, father and pastor struggled to recover from the devastation caused, especially as the village's water supply 
was severely damaged. Families were forced to make four trips a day to neighbouring villages to collect enough water to drink and wash, leaving little time or energy for their normal farming work. As a result, this farming community was in dire need of extra income to feed and provide for families. Beekeeping was the solution. With the benefits of training offered through the local church, Manish and his family's lives have been transformed through beekeeping. The approach of this training programme, Church and Community Mobilisation, CCM, is to assess what resources are readily available to a community, for example, land and livestock, and use these to implement a plan out of poverty. In this case, the answer was bees. Before the earthquakes, Manish had an interest in beekeeping and owned a beehive. And with the support of CCM training, Manish saw the potential to generate new income for his family and quickly expanded from owning one to six beehives. He learned how to look after the bees properly and began to sell organic honey, candle wax and other bee-related products. Encouraged and motivated, Manish is growing his beekeeping activity and now runs a successful business. He keenly passes on what he has learned and encourages others in his community to get involved and work together. Manish's faith in God and entrepreneurial attitude have inspired many other people to build a sustainable livelihood for their own future too. This year, with your support, around 900 people can be helped to rebuild their lives through beekeeping businesses. Bees are an important part of our natural world, particularly now in Nepal, where communities are still recovering from the tragic earthquakes and with concerns of climate change, deforestation and the need for pollinators, bees are a very valuable commodity. Will you help the Nepalese people, like Manish and his family, this harvest time? As the scriptures say, they share freely and give generously to the poor. Their good deeds will be remembered forever. Will you help? Will you help? And so now I hope, I really hope you enjoy our hymn of the day. It's James and Miriam singing for us. We plough the fields and scatter. God bless you. Thank you for listening. Have a great week. We plough the fields and scatter the good seed on the land. But it is fed and watered by God's almighty hand. He sends the snow in winter, the warmth to swell the grain. The breezes and the sunshine and soft refreshing rain. All good gifts around us are sent from heaven above. Then thank the Lord, oh thank
Thank you.